Welcome to the Inside Muskegon Podcast with your host, Jason Pisecki. Now, here's Inside Muskegon. Welcome to Inside Muskegon. This is episode number 39. I'm Jason Pisecki. The Inside Muskegon Podcast is a weekly show featuring interviews with community leaders and comments from everyday people from Muskegon, Michigan. The goal of the podcast is to engage Muskegonites in a dialogue about the issues that affect our everyday lives. This week's show features an interview with Sue Wieringo, a commentary on the interview, a quick study of subscriptions to the podcast, and information on contacting Inside Muskegon. Our interview this week is with Sue Wieringo with Leadership Muskegon. I'm here with Sue Wieringo with Leadership Muskegon. Thank you for taking the time out with Inside Muskegon today. Oh, it's fun to be here, Jason. Why don't we start out by finding out what Leadership Muskegon is? Well, Leadership Muskegon is a program that uh, provides new people in town and people who've lived here forever with um, the resources that are available in Muskegon County, as well as the challenges, the problems, the opportunities. And uh, we do um, a lot of um, different topics, which we can go into if you like, and uh, uh, people become very familiar with everything that's going on in Muskegon. What is your role with the program? Well, I'm the director, but I really don't do much, <laughs> except I get it all organized, and then I, I have um, you know people who are a lot smarter than I am, presenters who come in and, and uh, talk about their specific area. Uh, for instance, the environment, I always have Arne Bozart come in and, and Alan Steinman and Rick Radisky and you know, so that people who are really knowledgeable are, are there. Well, I would tend to disagree with that a little. <laughs> you, you're the glue that holds the program together. I can say that as a graduate of Leadership Muskegon. Well, I know. You're kind of the engine that makes uh, Leadership Muskegon go. Well, you were in last year's class, and, and uh, it would be fun to know what you felt, what you thought about it. Well, it, it, was, a, it was a great program, and it was really eye-opening. You know, as, as I told you before we started the interview, you know, I consider myself someone, I try to be kind of in the know about what's happening in Muskegon, and it really just opened my eyes to so many more things that are going on here in our community, and I'm really appreciative to you and uh, the program itself for kind of putting that together and enlightening me. Well, it's great. It's great. So what is on the schedule for this year's Leadership Muskegon? Well, we do, we do basically the, pretty much the same topics every year. But um, we start out with um, you know, an introductory session with the history of Muskegon. And uh, then we go to the environment and we go out on the um, uh, W.G. Jackson, the research vessel, for a little tour. And uh, we also then um, look at the water and air and uh, pollution. And then uh, the third one is uh, the economic development with um, uh, emphasis on the Alternative Energy Center as well as the current development in downtown Muskegon. And we then go to the courthouse. Uh, we don't call it that anymore. We call it the Michael E. Cobbs Hall of Justice for a session on criminal justice uh, hear from a couple of judges and the chief of police. Uh, then um, the next one is Arts in Western Michigan at the Franz Hall Center, right on the stage, which I just think is a real trip for people. I don't know. I, I always think it's fun to be on the stage. Um, and Health and Human Services. And then Diversity and Healing Racism will be at the Museum of Art. 
Uh, we have again this year, which was very well received last year, Roger Spolman coming in to do leadership skills. And then the final session is education. Um, and we're going to tour the Career Tech Center again. So the final actually is the banquet at the end where people get certificates and so forth. Sounds like a full slate again this well, year. it is, yeah, yeah. What is the goal of Leadership Muskegon? What do you hope to have people take away from the program? Well, we hope they become very knowledgeable, as you've just said, about leader, about Muskegon, but also to be um, uh, energized to become a really wonderful community volunteer. And uh, as a matter of fact, this year I'm going to do a um, find out what, organizations that people want to um, hear about and bring in some nonprofits to talk, sort of like a, a nonprofit fair. And I'm going to do that on, at one of the sessions. Do you have a particular favorite session of all time or something that has stood out over the years as maybe a little bit extra remarkable in Leadership Muskegon? Well, you know, a couple, three years ago, I introduced the idea of a project and I thought people, you know, I just introduced it, and I thought they might say, no, we're not going to do that. Well, the first year they did a rain garden, and then they started recycling computers. And from that came uh, the goodwill recycling of computers. So we really started something that year. And then last year, I, your class was just remarkable, uh, going into all the fourth grade uh, classes and um, having them do artwork around pollution. Uh, I never thought you'd pull it off, and we um, and we had a art show, and and you know the parents came. It was just fabulous. Uh, so that I think those projects have been really rewarding, as far as I'm concerned, and I think the uh, group has really enjoyed them. Oh yeah, the project was a lot of fun, and to see everything come together with the art show at the Beardsley, and have all the parents coming through, and the students, and have their fourth grade artwork professionally displayed. I know uh, art gallery style was really a lot of fun, and I, I I think everyone was happy with the way it turned out. Yeah, that was yeah, and and those projects are fun for me. Otherwise, you know. Everybody says, which was your favorite class? And I don't have a favorite favorite class because they're all different. And I've just become very fond of all of them. How many years has Leadership Muskegon been going on? Since 1982. Wow. Wow. I have only been involved for 10 years. Every time I think it's 10 years, I think, oh, my gosh, maybe I ought to let somebody else do this. Uh, about how many graduates have gone through the program? I think it's close to 700 now. Yeah. Yeah, very, very impressive. Uh, what do you think is the biggest challenge facing our community in Muskegon today? Well, you know, I just did this chamber thing where we went from door to door um, asking people what they thought about Muskegon and because we're trying to dispel this um, poor image that we have, uh, that people have that live here. You know, I think people outside Muskegon have a better image of Muskegon than those who actually live here. Um, so that is, I think, a real issue, and I hope that each group that goes through um, helps to dispel that that. Um, you know, or that feeling about Muskegon. Um, I otherwise, I think how the downtown gets developed is going to be vital, and I think it's going to be good. Uh, it's just going to take a little time. Oh yeah, and 
I, I think sometimes people get a little bit impatient with the change downtown. And I you know, mentioned that uh, I had Chris McGuigan on a few episodes ago with uh-huh. the Community Foundation. And we talked about that a little. But, you know, from my perspective, I spent about 10 years away from Muskegon in the Detroit area. When I came back and saw everything that was going on downtown, I mean, I was quite frankly amazed. And, you know, change on the scale that everyone's trying to pull off downtown does not come quickly. But actually, in... in you know, comparison to other areas in development, it really is coming uh, coming around relatively fast. I think so. Yeah, and it will only build as people begin, as buildings begin to go up. Others will will come. Yep, most definitely. <laughs> well, along those lines, you kind of talked about the negative self image in Muskegon, and you know, some things that are being done to combat that. What is one thing that you think most people don't know about the area that might surprise them and impress them? Well, I think that uh, outside Muskegon, people realize how culturally rich we are, whereas people inside Muskegon do not know that. Each year, I'm amazed at the number who've never been to the Art Museum, for instance, or the Fraunpol. And those are two fabulous things that we have in Muskegon, and people just don't know it. Um, And so, you know, I feel that we're really great at, at acquainting people with the things that are wonderful about Muskegon. When does this year's session of Leadership Muskegon begin? It begins on September 12th. It's a Tuesday morning from uh, 7.30 till noon, more or less. And then it basically continues every two weeks, although the first two weeks are a week apart. Uh, And then uh, it goes until December 12th is the date of the banquet. Uh, We... um, uh, each each session is roughly from 7.30 to noon, begins with a continental breakfast, and then people get a box lunch as they leave. So that kind of, they can go right back to work if that's an issue for them, which is wonderful. And how do people sign up or find out more information? <laughs> well, the, the best way is for them to call me, and that number is 755-4334, or contact the um, Community um, Relations Department, whatever it is, I'm not sure what the name of it is, at the college. Uh, and that number is 777-0216. And we'll see that you get an, an application. Also, thanks to you, we have a website, and the application is on online. And you can download it and just mail it in. It tells where to mail it and everything. So that's probably the easiest way with today's group. They, they're always online. And so it's simple. Well, that's uh, it's my pleasure to help out with the that's website. And wonderful. I'm glad that you're appreciative because that's one thing I thought would be great when I was trying to find out more research. It was a website. So we set up a leadership org, and people can go find out more information. So thank you very much. Glad you appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thanks to Jason. We have this wonderful website. So do visit it. It's just leadershipmuskegon.org. All right, let's move on to our final question. You have one minute alone with a person considering going through Leadership Muskegon. Make your pitch to get them to sign up. Well, it is the most wonderful program for acquainting you about Muskegon. You will learn about the resources that we have here as well as the opportunities and the um, uh, the opportunities, the challenges and the problems that we have and what you can do to help change that, to make a difference in your community. And I think most of us want to do that. Um, so... Please join us. We start on September 12th, and we'd be delighted to have you in the group. 
uh, I have an application right here, as a matter of fact, which you could fill out. And uh, then we'll go from there. I can't wait to have you in the class this year. Well, thank you very much, Sue. Really appreciate it. You're welcome. Wonderful to see you, Jason. If it wasn't for Leadership Muskegon, there might not be an Inside Muskegon podcast. My experience with Leadership Muskegon and the people I met led to many of the interviews for this podcast. Here's a quick list. Cindy Larson from the Muskegon Area Chamber of Commerce, Jim Edmondson from Muskegon Area First, Dr. Iman Mahawili with the Michigan Alternative and Renewable Energy Center, Chris Kelly at Edison Landing, Junie Hayner over at the Muskegon Art Museum, Dr. Alan Steinman, Grand Valley State University's Annis Water Resources Institute, Scott Speck at the West Shore Symphony Orchestra, Bruce Spolman, Muskegon Family YMCA, Gordon Reinhardt, Institute for Healing Racism, Bill Bodell over at the Frauenthal Center for the Performing Arts, Dr. David Rule at Muskegon Community College, Chris McGuigan at the Community Foundation for Muskegon County, and John McGarry for the Muskegon County Museum, not to mention... This podcast was Sue Weiringo at Leadership Muskegon. Now, some of those people I knew from outside at Leadership Muskegon, but nonetheless, the experience was a great one. Leadership Muskegon increased my awareness for the community that I live and work in. It also increased my pride in the area. I wasn't quite sure what to expect when I signed up. I paid for the program with my own money, so I wanted to make sure it was worthwhile. And I'm being completely honest and genuine when I say I really enjoyed the sessions. Sue Weiringo does an amazing job with Leadership Muskegon. She's a phenomenal ambassador for the area. Leadership Muskegon is ideal for anyone interested in Muskegon's past, present, and future. It truly is a great experience and one I can highly recommend from my own personal experience. For more information on Leadership Muskegon, visit their website at leadershipmuskegon.org. I'm going to talk now about subscribing to the podcast. What truly makes a podcast is the ability to subscribe to audio or video programs and have episodes automatically downloaded each time a new podcast is released. That is the very essence of what differentiates a podcast from a standard online audio or video file. I did a little bit of an experiment with the release of the last episode of the podcast, number 38 with Joe Howes with the Muskegon Area Career Tech Center. I didn't send out an email on August 14th to the list for the podcast. I simply added it to InsideMuskegon.com and updated the RSS feed for the site. Now, those of you who subscribe to the podcast, you know what an RSS feed is or know how to subscribe. I then sent out the same email I do for each episode one week later. That way, anyone who has subscribed to the podcast automatically received the episode. Listeners who went to the website could also download number 38. Here's what I found. There was a 76% decrease from the average of the last three episodes in episode number 38. So basically three quarters less people listen to it. So that means the majority of listeners to Inside Muskegon are doing so from the email I send out each week, which is totally fine. So given that percentage, about a quarter of the listeners are actually subscribing to the podcast. So if you aren't subscribing to Inside Muskegon or any other podcast, here's how you can start. For Inside Muskegon, the badges at the top of InsideMuskegon.com, the little icons that say iTunes, Odeo, Podnova, etc., are pretty standard on any website, and that's how you subscribe to a podcast. All you have to do is click one of the badges or the XML feed to subscribe. It's that easy. 
Now, by subscribing, you'll be updated on new episodes of the podcast as they are released. You won't have to wait for any email. iTunes is a great piece of software from Apple. The program is downloaded right to your computer, and each time a new episode comes out, it automatically is synced with your version of iTunes. And they have a great directory for other podcasts. They have everything from technology to knitting, and there are just a myriad of podcasts in iTunes. The other podcatching websites also allow you to subscribe, and all you have to do is go back to the site, and you can manage all your subscriptions that way and listen inside of your browser, so you don't need any software. All of the podcast sites I mentioned have their strengths. It really boils down to your personal preference. So give them all a try and let me know what you think. Any questions, please send me an email to jason at insidemuskegon.com, and I will be happy to help you out in any way that I can. I'm going to move on now to some listener feedback, and for the latest feedback, visit insidemuskegon.com. You can post your own comments to the site, view other comments, and even comment on their comments. Feedback can also be left via voicemail at 231-354-2332. When dialing, be sure to include the 1 and 231 and leave your first name and city in the message. That brings us to the conclusion of episode number 39 of Inside Muskegon. For more information, visit our website at InsideMuskegon.com. Inside Muskegon is produced by Jeremy Sear. For Inside Muskegon, I'm Jason Pisecki. Feedback is welcome at Jason at InsideMuskegon.com. This has been the Inside Muskegon Podcast. Comments are welcome through our website or by emailing jason at insidemuskegon.com. <laughs>